to be prickly and very opinionated it's time to get in the huddle with your host coach muddle all right happy sunday fun day welcome to football sunday everyone awesome uh i mean lots of fun yesterday college football is really uh taking off uh, but, you know, we'll hold off on the college football for tomorrow because, you know, as you know, a lot happened yesterday. So we'll uh, we'll pass that off. Today's Sunday, uh, fun day. We're talking NFL. Uh, we got your girl's go-to fantasy consultant, Stiz. How you doing today? And, of course, uh, Moneybags himself, uh, Nevada Nick, with us. Uh, so... Um, yeah, another another jackpot hit last night, coach. <laughs> I got a horse whooping my ass right now. Since this can confirm it, he was there. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. That's right. Killing it. Yep. That's um awesome this morning. So yeah, so Divine Nick on a little bit of a roll. We'll get into that. He's got some games for everyone. Uh and Stiz obviously has his uh fantasy as it gets a little tougher and tougher as this COVID thing uh, just just now popped up uh, thanks to Chris Lentz Went, Lentz um, I was about to call him Wentz but uh, <laughs> po- pops up probably can play a little better quarterback these days than, than Wentz uh, will uh, uh, just post it up on the Facebook page that the Tennessee Titans got another positive test so they have to go three days. They only went two. Uh, now they got a positive. Uh, that brings the total up to 24. So that's... Um, wow. Yeah. So- and Goodell sent out a memo basically saying they want to play all 265 games in 17 weeks. And I think that's just unrealistic right now. I really, I really do. Um, I understand he wants these guys to kind of learn from the lessons right now and follow protocol, but, you know, even following protocol, you know, things can happen. You know what I mean? You, you pump gas in your car and somebody had a tear at the gas tank, or there's so many unknowns that you can follow protocol. So unless you're basically staying in your house and not doing anything, and uh, you, you know, what else can you really do? And, right. But I, I think Adele, he really better start thinking about extending the league minimum uh, two weeks, I think, just yeah. to give it some some buffer. And look, obviously, you're going to want to make sure everybody's playing those last two weeks. You know, if you want to take the Sunday now and move it back two weeks, and then give two buffer weeks in between, but they're gonna they're gonna need to do something. Like, because you look already about the Broncos game. Luckily, next week the Patriots have a bye, so they'll play the Broncos next week, and the Broncos Miami game gets moved, but. I guess Miami will have a bye then next week, and then they'll play. But you know, it's it's eventually they're gonna, they're going to run out of room. You know what I mean? Stiz mentioned last week that one of these teams, like the Titans, maybe they get a positive again. Then what are you going to do? You know? So they die. die. That's that's the girl <laughs> who beat them last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we froze up. Another L, another L on Friday too. It's tough. He, like you'd see, he wasn't enjoying it. <laughs> no, no. At no least you want something, Stiz. 
When it comes to cornhole, man, I'm I'm over to for life. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'd rather win money. <laughs> yeah. So, Stiz, let me ask you. I, I heard a rumor that you were the uh, you were the guy in the uh, behind the scenes in the uh, you know uh, State Farm commercial uh, throwing the cornhole uh, beanbags. That was me. Uh, yeah, I put on the Mahomes uh, jersey and I was throwing them behind my back, you know, over my shoulder, <laughs> over my shoulder hook shots. You know, last two weeks, though, I can't brag, unfortunately. I, I've been shooting real bad, and uh, I criticize myself for sure, but uh, I'll get back to it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, you want to you wanna shoot him with the Eagles first, Coach? What do you want to do? Yeah, you want to you want to go uh, you want to go Eagles first. We can uh, let's get that, that going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're here. So, here, let's just uh, put it out there. We're right right up off the bat. I mean, let's you know. talk. Let's talk. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they can win. I don't think they will, but I think they can win. Um, but like you know, they really could have used Jeffrey and Jackson back this week just to give. Carson Wentz, something. I mean, you saw it last week. And once again, you know, Doug's not running the ball. And, you know, with that banged up offensive line, the best thing you can do is help them feel a little more comfortable by running the ball and helping out Carson Wentz a little bit. And Doug just doesn't want to do it. I don't understand it. Um, But, look, I said they would win last week. They won last week. It was definitely a better game. They're now in first place. I think today's going to be a close game. I really do. Um, I think their defense can slow down the uh, the Patriots, the uh, Steelers' offense. But I just think that defense is going to be way too much for the Eagles' offense. I really do. I'm seeing like a 17-13, 17-10 type game. Steelers win. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Mike, Mike was saying it last week, too. He needs to run the ball. I mean, Miles Sanders wasn't doing bad last week. He just doesn't want to give him the ball. You, you got to help your team out, and you got to keep that defense fresh. I mean, they looked good last week, but uh, you know, and, and look, there's too much pressure on Carson. I mean, Greg Ward's his number one receiver, guys. Greg Ward, like, and I like Greg Ward as a complimentary player as your yeah, third. Right, he's not receiver. a number one. Yeah. He's not a no, number one. Not at all. I mean, he's a nice guy as a safety valve to have on third down. He does catch the ball a lot. He's got good hands. I like him like that. He's like a, I would call him like a a, a poor man's Jason Avant. You know, that's what he is. Well, you know, basically can catch you some third downs, good hands, reliable. But other than that, he's not doing anything down the field. And, I mean, you know, you could see last week, Ertz is really frustrated. I think teams are saying, take him out of the game. You know what I mean? Because that's mm-hmm. Carson's safety valve. Take him out. And it's Greg Ward. And I can't even remember the guy's name that freaking scored a touchdown last week uh, in the long touchdown. Does anybody here remember? Because I don't. I don't even know who the hell he was. I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, so do, so did I. So do I. You know, uh, but yeah. I, I'm glad you – because I was, I was just going to bring that up. I mean, if he doesn't want to throw the football – then, it, then at least he's got to get into the screen game and throw some bubbles or something. Uh, well, and Miles Sanders is their best weapon. I mean, right now, he's their best weapon by far. you got to get him involved in the game. And Stiz knows, too, you know, last week he missed Miles Sanders' feet 
for what would have been a long 40-yard play. And the week before, he had Sanders wide open for a touchdown, and they'd have beat one that Bengals game, and Carson missed him. And, yeah. look, that's on Carson, but I just think there's so much pressure on him. You're getting one or two opportunities a game. That's it. And it's like, you got, you know, you got to make the you know, make the play or else, you know, there's no other opportunities. There's just not much there right now for the Eagles. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I expect a low-scoring game. Uh, like, you know, Steelers defense is the, the best defense in football, them and the Colts. Um, uh, like, I, you know, I just – I don't see how they – unless they get a turnover – you know, or, or, you know, some kind of big play on special teams, I think it's going to be tough for them. There you go. Thanks, Mike. Fulcum. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be their only chance to win is if they get some kind of turnover or start the game and get ahead and let that defense play. Because, look, man, they lead the league in sacks. You know, I'm sure they're going to get to Ben. Um, obviously, I think they'll put Slay on uh, Schuster. Um, so we'll see, but you know, they're banged up. They got some injuries on defense too. They're their best uh, linebacker, TJ Edwards, who's actually played pretty good. I, I don't know if he, he went out last week. I'm not sure if he's playing this week. So, uh, and, and what Brian said, I'm hoping, cause that's obviously how they're going to win is on the defensive side of the ball. I think that's the only way they win. They I, the I, you know what? I was just going to say that is, I think that's the only way that defense has to come up and, uh, because, Look, Pittsburgh. You know you're playing against the top three defense in the in the league. I mean, yeah. So and and don't forget with a week off to prepare. You know they were forced into a bye week last week, Pittsburgh. Right. So it wasn't really a bye week because they practiced. They didn't get the days off like you normally would True. in a, in a bye week right. because they were preparing right. for a game. I mean, obviously, you know it changed, but. Uh, and they moved on to the Eagles, so they had a little bit extra time to prepare. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you know, they really uh, take advantage of that. And they better watch out too, because last week the Niners had no Bosa, no D Ford, no Solomon Thomas. T.J. Watts coming after you this week, and yeah. you got that you, the young tackle playing Jordan Malatai, uh, who was a rugby player. He's a beast, big dude, six eight. But still, well, let's not forget what happened Thursday night when the rookie played Khalil Mack. And he's looked good all year, Tristan Wirfs. And Mack let him know, basically, welcome to the league, buddy. Look, look the, one, the, one, the one play that sticks out in my mind is Khalil Mack took him by one hand and hip-tossed him. Took his 358-pound ass and flip-tossed him uh, yep. onto the ground. You know, yep. and just said, you know, hey, welcome to the league, little boy. You know, yep. and uh, so we'll 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 get into Khalil Mack a little bit more yeah. on Monday yeah. because I'm sure there's somebody right. somebody on Monday's show yeah. that that doesn't want to hear what I have to say about right. that. Well, I can't think you can call him Fifty Who, but right. you know they're complaining about Trent Brown, the sixty-six million you gave him. Right? Would you rather have right now Trent Brown at sixty-six million? Or Khalil Mack at a hundred, and look, I understand the trade worked out. I'm not, but still, Khalil Mack would help that defense. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. And Steelers too. Let's not forget Bud Dupree as well on defense. You know, so and then they'll send some exotic blitzes. You know, always got to find out where Minka Fitzpatrick is. They can send him sometimes. Right. So um, Eagles have a, a tall order today, and I really think it's going to be run the ball, play defense. 
Try to hold the ball as long as you can. Long drives, third and short, not third and seven or eight, where that, you know, they can pin their ears back and kind of just tee off on defense. Doug's going to, I mean, I keep saying, they got lucky last week. You know, they could have lost that game, and and it was a game they should have won. So hopefully Doug uh, runs the ball today. Okay. the game, which he hasn't, you know, as of yet, unfortunately. No. I, uh, Pittsburgh's going to come after him big time. And, you know, he's, they're going to get Wentz all rattled up. Wentz hasn't looked good when he's all rattled up and running around for his life. I, I, I do like uh, Deontay Johnson and Juju today. I think they're going to have monster games. I know last week we were we were all pretty much wrong on last week's game. I mean, Nevada had the Eagles winning. My buddy uh, Stubby, Steve Ebinger, he had the Eagles winning, I think, what, 88-2, Coach? Was that his uh, prediction? <laughs> uh, you know, not quite, but he, he did get the win on that. Um, but I just don't see how they beat the Steelers team with, with these receivers coming back healthy now. Deontay Johnson coming off a of concussion protocol. He's healthy. Juju had a little was a little banged up a couple weeks ago. He's coming back in healthy. I don't know, man. It's a total order to stop, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, so, you know, hopefully, you know, like I said, you got to get back to some fundamentals and kind of thumb things back a little bit, and I I think Doug just isn't, isn't ready to concede that yet, and that's the, that's the biggest problem. The one positive, though, is they're in the NFC East, so even if they lose, the worst they're going to be is a half a game back, um, they got to get healthy. I mean, you can't deny that a part of the reason they're struggling is, I mean, Goddard, man, when you have him, he's a big weapon for 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 Wentz. You know, even Jeffrey, he's a, a tall guy in the red zone on third down that you can use. And then Jackson's speed, you know, but once again, why Howie went into this year counting on those guys when right. they missed all last year anyway. Right, right. And it's really tough, too. Let me bring up once again, you know, we don't know what Jalen Rager is. But, you know, all the people, all the Eagles fans were screaming for Justin Jefferson. And go look and look, look what he's doing in Minnesota right now. Right. Looking really good while Rager's hurt. So, you know, he would have looked good, you know, if they had him. I mean, he had seven for 175 two weeks ago. Had another big week next week. So, um, freaking Eagles, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully – they can get healthy. And like I said, you're never out of it in the NFC. So if they can get right. healthy here, you know, maybe they can they can somehow figure a way to win the NFC. East. Uh, Brian, try to get me in trouble, Coach. Try to get me in trouble. <laughs> now, Coach, what do you, what do you got with the, with the Giants today playing the Cowboys? Well, my biggest question is this right now. Can, can the Giants <laughs> offense score TD? Because you look <laughs> – you look at last week's game, that defense made a mistake at the end of the game and gave up that touchdown, uh, which the final drive, you're playing for a field goal and not a touchdown. But, you know, come on, you haven't scored you haven't scored a touchdown in two in three games now. You're going on three games without a touchdown. Uh I think it was uh uh the Bears game was the last time you scored a touchdown. You know, so uh, what's going to happen in Daniel Jones and these daggone interceptions and turnovers? It, it's got it's got to come to a stop here. And I think what's the plus is it's Dallas. Dallas can't J- Dallas can't stop a piece of paper right now. 
from from <laughs> blow, blowing down the field. You know what I'm saying? So right. a, I think that helps. I, I think it helps. Uh, you know, the Giants can maybe establish a running game and get that uh, get that running game going. Uh, uh, now another another week with that running back uh, and get him get him more acclimated. I think it helps them out being a one cut back than than uh, having Barkley back there. So. Uh, so we'll, we'll be, yeah, I, I think the uh, Dallas coach is on the hot seat already because everybody blamed Garrett. It was Garrett, Garrett, Garrett was the guy. They can't win. They have to get rid of Garrett so they can win. Well, guess what? You still have the same problems. It's not Garrett. Right. It's Jerry Jones. It's Jerry Jones. No, it is. You know. And, you know, I was going to say, I said going into this year. Now, look, they're worse than I thought. But right. I said, you know, you go draft CeeDee Lamb. When that defense was the problem last year, right, and you you lose Byron Jones, your your number one corner, you know, I mean, it made no sense. And the guys they are playing on paying on defense, Demarcus Lawrence and Jalen Smith, aren't getting it done. They're not getting it done. I mean, and you don't pay a linebacker sixty million unless he's a, a you're a three four defense and he's you know the, the, the rush linebacker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't give a, a linebacker that much money. Um, so yeah, no, it's Jerry Jones and look, Mike McCarthy may be one and done. There's a ton of pressure on Nolan yep. right now. I don't understand it. It, I don't know. I don't get the hire. Obviously McCarthy got a start in the league as an offensive coordinator for the 49ers under Nolan. So I think he was kind of doing a buddy a favor, but you're with the Cowboys where all eyes are on you. You know, it's America's team. But I, you know and, what? Hey, in, in look, Nolan was a defensive coordinator for the Giants for a while. He did very well there. I mean, the Giants were playoff contending. They, they, he had a good defense with the Giants. He went there before the, um, before the, uh, uh, um, he went to the Gi- uh, Giants. Then that was before his stand at San, San Francisco. Uh, right. So I really, I really think you know the guy's good. But again, you got to remember, you know, there was a defensive coordinator there for for a couple of years before that, and he's got his guys there. It's that, and he's trying to change a defense around. And a lot of times, you saw that with the Giants when you know that defensive coordinator they had coming over from Arizona had a, was a top five defense every year. He was in in Arizona. He comes to the Giants. He doesn't have the pieces. They don't get the pieces. And and it's really hard to fix the defense, and and, and you know here you go, uh, so I you know and it's unfortunate that you know it, it's it's win now or go home, and you know guys are on the hot seat, uh, week four into their tenure without without yeah. a preseason, without without all that stuff to get yeah. get guys uh, acclimated to the to yeah. doing their job. So, well, and you know what? So everybody wants to blame the defense, and that's definitely the biggest problem. But once again, too, early turnovers have really been bad yeah. for them. And in two games, they had back-to-back turnovers where, you know, you're putting the defense on short fields. I think Mike McCarthy's made some bad decisions. He went for it on fourth down twice in their own zone. Right. And and that was the Falcons game. You know, he, he's made some bad decisions. But look, man, he might be one and done. And, you know, because there's a lot of talent there. That offense is really, really good. Mm-hmm. If you could just get that defense somewhat doing a bend but don't break, I mean, right. look, man. Just if stop somebody. If, if, and and right, that's the big thing. 28 a game, they'd be 
undefeated, I think. I think they've scored almost 30 points every game pretty much. They're get, they're yeah. giving up they're giving up over 38 points a game through four Oh, weeks. yeah, right. So, uh, and that's the thing. Can the Giants fix their offense and score some touchdowns against this defense? Right. Or is this defense going to fix themselves against this offense? And that's kind of the matchup today. Who who's gonna who's gonna fix them? Who's writing the ship today? The Dallas defense or the Giant offense? And, and that's going to be really the 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 game plan here, right. you know. And and then you go back to what what defense is a Giant defense that showed up against uh, uh, the Forty ers showing up today, or is it the uh, the team last week that held one of the most uh, you know high powered offenses to to seventeen points? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, and you know one thing, Coach. Just you know, get out of the Cowboys. I mean, excuse me, the Giants and uh, Eagles. Quick, that you know you need to keep an eye on too. Lamar Jackson didn't practice this week. Now they say he's going to play. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal, but this is what we've all talked about with Lamar Jackson: that running the ball so much and doing playing the style he's playing. You know, eventually he's going to get hurt, and with that team. I know they got RG3 as the backup. RG3 is not Lamar Jackson. Right. And there's going to be a huge drop-off. And that team, plus, you're going to lose. That rushing game has helped so much by the fact that Lamar Jackson can take it and run. Right. That just that, you know, possibility holds right. those defensive ends. You know what right. I mean? Right. So, um it's going to be, you know, I would really watch that if I was if, if I was Harbaugh because that team, if you lose Lamar Jackson, they're a 500 team. I mean, that's how much he means to that team. And, you know, they they, they got to get him throwing the ball more and figuring that out because no matter what, they're never going to win in the playoffs until he can throw the ball on third down. Right. And when you know a pass is coming, he can make plays. And it just seems like unless they get up on you and get a lead, they just they can't come from behind, and they kind of got to find a way to to fix that because you know you got to have comeback wins in the NFL, right? And I you know and I, I I don't know if I said this on the show last week uh, or I was talking to somebody, but you know I equate the Baltimore offense to the wing T offense of high school. They're the wing T because they're that is an offense that is built for you to take a lead and just. Keep chewing the clock up. Because once you get from behind, you can't throw the football. It is very tough to throw the football. And, you know, it, it, it is uh, – so it's very going to be very interesting to keep an eye on. And the other ga- game that I want to keep my eye on as well will be the Washington Redskins, who benched their quarterback for a virtually a no-name, a guy that – you know, let's be honest. He came in to play in Carolina last year and did absolutely nothing. I mean, well, he started w- good. He started good, and then they kind of got film on him. But a part of that, I think, coaches, he knows that system. He was in their system for three years. But no, I agree. I don't understand why they're yanking Dwayne Haskins because I think it's more of the offense than Dwayne Haskins. I right. think if he was in a better situation, it might be different. Right. But oh. I think I think they're looking at it and saying. You know what? We could win the division here. That their defense is good enough with Kerrigan and right. Chase Young and the defense they got that if they can get some play out of a quarterback, that maybe this team could win a division. And it's not out of 
you, you never know. You're right. It's not it's not out of and you you really saw the difference in that defense without Chase Young playing. Last yeah, week. no, you did. You're right you about know. that. So. And don't and don't forget Kyle Allen last year had Christian McCaffrey. Right. You know, right. he running the ball, which made him a little bit better in the beginning of right. the season. Well, he don't have nobody like that now. So, right. you know, we're going to see. He is going to rely on that defense of Washington today, I think. Yeah. I mean, Kerrigan and Chase Young, I know they wreaked havoc on Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, I think, in that game got sacked like eight times. So, I mean, Washington can put pressure on you. And, look, that's the one thing that the Rams really struggle with, too. <laughs> there he is. What's up, Jay? What's his garbage? You know, Jay? He hasn't played good this year. I don't. I don't think he's had the tools around him. But you're 100 percent right in the sense that when the plays need to be made, Carson hasn't made them. And you know, two turnovers every game, and then one turnover again last week. Can't play that kind of football. He leads the league in turnovers. Can't do that. You know, you got to protect the ball. I don't care who you're playing with. Yeah. You know, you throw the ball away. You, you know, take the sack. You know, and that's my biggest criticism of, of him is holding the ball too long and not taking what the defense giving him. He's always trying to make the big play. And sometimes just, you know, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away and getting, like I said earlier, the Eagles are a much better team when they're getting third and two, third and three than being in third and seven or third and eight. Well, yeah, because right. they put the pressure on Wentz. And like you said, he just can't make the right decisions, unfortunately. And I, I want to put this up here. Uh, you know, look, Brian – Go stick it out your ass, man, okay? Because, listen, listen, okay? The Giant defense isn't giving up 38 points a game, okay? Yeah. Okay? So how dare you say the Cowboys are going to score 37 points? I mean, what'd you do, fall down the steps and hit your head on every step on the way down this morning, you dumbass? Man. Brian loves needle and coach, man, and I love it. Coach with the Giants. I mean, he's still looking for his worst first win. And, Jay, what you said – I agree with you 100%. Jalen Mills was not working at safety. And it, they looked a lot better with him at corner last week. And they played the young kid, Epps, at, at safety. And, and he did all right. I mean, the defense, there's no, anybody who's watched the Eagles last year, last, this year, I know San Francisco had some injuries, but the defense looked much better last week. And they got to play to that defensive line because that is the strongest unit on their team is that defensive line. Butcher Cox, Malik Jackson, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat is having a real nice year. Um, he's been playing well, so we we gotta play with it. We gotta get that D line going. Take the points last week with the birds. He said, "Not sure this week." Yeah, Steve and Steve was that's the guy who called the eighty-eight to two, right? Yeah, yeah. So me and Steve were the only two people in the country I think that liked the Eagles last weekend. Yeah, and. Uh, we, uh, we, we came through. I don't know about this week, though. I think it's a tall order. It can happen, though. Let's not forget the Steelers haven't lost yet. The Steelers are known to play down to competition. So maybe they come out and look flat. Ben doesn't have a good game. But I can tell you this. If the Steelers score 20 points, unless they have turnovers or something, I don't see a way the Eagles win. I really don't. I don't think the Eagles can score more than 17 to 20 points. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the I think the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers score more than twenty points this week. I could see him getting twenty eight to thirty against this defense. I really do. Yeah. Right. You know, I I see the Giants scoring 30, 35, 38 points today. Okay. Wow. 
I don't see. I don't see that. I I think it's. I think it becomes a shoot. I think it's a shootout. I think the giant defense doesn't hold up. I think it's a shootout. Uh, I I hope they right the ship because I don't think the Dallas defense can stop anybody that's going to help the Giants. But I also think the Giant defense isn't that good. They're going to face a really good offensive line, and and you know, Coach, that's been part of the problem with the Cowboys. People forget. Frederick retired in the offseason, their center, Pro Bowl center. Right. He retired, Travis Frederick. Tyron Smith's now out for the year. Their tackle. And right. so is so is Collins, too. The other tackle. So their two starting tackles are out and their center's out. So the Cowboys line isn't what it used to be. And that's another thing, too, which I said about McCarthy all along. McCarthy never ran the ball in Green Bay. And you got Zeke back there. So you know, keep that defense off the field at least. You know, let Zeke run the ball, feed Zeke. You know, I understand they can throw the ball over the field, but what's it doing for you? You know, right. Dak's throwing for 500 yards a game, but you're one and three, and you should be goose egg. You should be 0 and 4. So maybe having some time of possession, running the ball a little bit, and I understand they have been down, but still, help, help your defense out a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not score that much in two games. And I agree with him, too. Coach is so fired up. <laughs> Look, Brian, you got to understand, too, Coach is really hurting right now. The Yankees lost on Friday night. They couldn't score more than a stinking run. Right. I had them myself. Very disappointed in that, too. I mean, I'm not a Yankees fan, but I had money on them. So I wanted them to, to, to win. Plus, you know, Captain, we wanted to see them beat Captain's alternate team. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the guy's alternate team all, all happened just to be number one seed somehow. Yeah, you know, Captain's alternate teams <laughs> keep winning, you know. The Red, you know, the Lightning, his alternate hockey team, you know. Yeah. So, now, and, I, and honestly, I think now. the Buccaneers are his alternate team because they're kind of Raiders, no, Buccaneers. He hates Brady. He will the, the two goats. He refuses to call him by name, and then he says fifty who, well fifty two Khalil Mack, one of the best. Wait, wait, I got this. Hold on, ready? Cause guess Tommy. Fuck you, Tommy Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> that was classic that night. That was so cool. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. That was Tommy, we worked so hard that night to calm Captain down. You know, because Captain was testing me, man. Oh. Doing the blind head. Oh. He was not happy. He didn't even play along with it for 10 <laughs> seconds. Man. He put down on me. He was not happy. And then he's finally calm, and then Tommy's Tommy says it. And all he all calm, and all he hears, fuck you, Tommy Boucher. And I'm like, oh. So uh, <laughs> it went south pretty damn quick. Sure Tommy, I said that. I said that this is the year yeah. of the Tampa teams. You might have the trifecta, you know. Yeah. I mean, look, I, well, I don't think, I mean, of the three, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the weakest, though. Right. I, Absolutely. I mean, you saw it. Absolutely. Now, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay played a bad game on Thursday night. Ton of penalties, sloppy play. But, you know, we talked about Forgot it. what you down know, it was. going to play for Bruce Arians in the whole, right. you know, He's not as crazy as Belichick is, and it's more open. But now you saw sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side. A ton of penalties that don't happen in New England, and he forgot it. He didn't know it was fourth down. That doesn't happen with Bill Belichick. Right. You know, he was just so used to having Belichick and the situational football and everything just being taken care of for him. 
and now it's not. You can see Brady was yelling at the offensive lineman. He wasn't happy. So, um, you know, it's a little bit different now. And they're two and two. Uh, Stiz, did you want to say but, something? But you know what, Nick? I mean, you know, the Bucks were banged up too. Don't forget, no Leonard. Yeah, you're right. No Chris yeah. Godwin. I mean, does that make the difference? I mean, they only lost by a point. Probably I mean, it makes a difference. At least yeah. last week, anyway. Right. And, and not to forget too, OJ Howard too. Who, right. You know, and, yeah. And a hobbled and a hobbled Mike Evans, who did score that first touchdown. But you could tell he's I he mean, was he's hurt. Nowhere, nowhere near a hundred percent. No. No, so Brady's, going, Brady's going with you know with banged up guy, you know guys playing. So no, and, and, right? But, but know. and Scotty Miller was out of position too. Scotty yeah. Miller was a slot receiver, and I bet him over fifty yards on Thursday night, just thinking that you know he with Howard out that he would try to hit him. And I noticed he was lining up outside, and it wasn't good. So, um, on Brady's wife, yeah, I don't understand how he says she's ugly. I mean, Giselle, whatever her last name is. I mean, I, I'm not. I think she's really thin. I'm not. Obviously, Nevada Nick isn't a guy who's going to fit with a thin girl. If you walked in with me and Giselle, you wouldn't see her. You would just see the bed. It looked like I was banging the bed. You know, Giselle's so small. <laughs> well, but, that's uh, what you do at night anyway, so it's no big part. deal. <laughs> you, 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 bl- you blend. You blend. You blend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, per sources. Oh. There you go. Per yeah, sources. Yeah. yeah, they said that. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's uh it's not good. Like you, you know, I'm, I like we said earlier, Goodell sent the memo out trying to tell these people all oh, follow protocol. We want to play all the games. I just don't know how realistic that is right now. We're going into winter time, you know, with the regular flu and all. Um, we've actually seen some spike in cases, which it's weird because you know the NFL up to week three. It was like preseason to week three. Now, initially in the preseason, obviously, and everybody came in, but it seemed really good. You weren't getting any positives. Right. And then, boom, week three hits, and it was just like boom, boom, boom. And it's, well, uh, I think people started slacking a little bit. I think that's what it was. I think it started. people started slacking and uh, and whatnot. And I think it was baseball. You know, we had that thing at the beginning of the season with baseball, and I think it's the same thing here. They'll, they'll write the ship and go. But I wanted to throw this out because, you know, Florida's opened up uh, so they can have full stadium fans. Now, Miami said thanks, but no thanks. They're going to stick with it. But the University of Florida is going to have 88,000 people at their stadium next week or next home game. Yep. They want a full stadium. That's irresponsible, I think, right now. Well, look, here's my – here it is. You to each their own. You make your decision. You want to go, you go. And I, you know, all, every college game I watched yesterday, there was fans in the stands. And, no, I know, yo, but you could so, regret that. So, and you know what? At, at some at some point, you got to live your life. I'm just, no, I'm, I you know, so it, it's your choice. You're 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 an adult, and if you don't want to go, stay home and watch it on TV. And if you want to go, go. I mean, you know that that's the way I look at it. So it's it's completely your choice, you know, and uh, and that's the way well, it should be. And if be, anybody so. contracts uh, COVID, Coach Muddle is liable now because he said <laughs> to give it a go. So you can find him at Coach M U D E L E at YouTube. Yeah, U D is not great, and, and you know anybody who contracts COVID at next week's uh, Florida game in the swamp, you can uh, 
sue Coach Brooks. Look, no, you can't, because I didn't make the rule. That's the school's rule. That's the state of Florida. I have nothing to do with them. Yeah, I'm just just putting it out there. That's all. Is that what you're doing, Coach? I'm just 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 informing the. I'm informing the viewership. I'm informing yeah. the viewership of of yeah. the of the breaking news that's coming through. So that's, great information. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't think the NFL will do it. Obviously. Um, now you know it's funny. It's saying questionable for Chase Young as I watch ESPN right now. I thought he was definitely playing. So. Yeah, maybe they're just putting that up there. Freaking ESPN, you can't count on them for nothing. Right. But now, Stiz, do you want to get into a little bit of fantasy? Do you have any uh, waiver wire guys you like this week? Or Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have a I have a couple coming in here. One being Joshua Kelly, uh, running back for the Chargers. Uh, Eckler, he's out four to six weeks now. And Joshua Kelly steps into the number one role. Justin Jackson is there, too, but I don't think he's going to be a main factor these next couple weeks. I think it's going to be more Joshua Kelly. Now, you may not want to start him this week. They play New Orleans Monday night, but the next few, he's got some real juicy matchups. He's got the Jets. He's got Miami. He's got the Jags, and he's got them Raiders. So I'm looking to maybe pick him up. Stash him on your bench, wait till next week, and then just bang him away because I think he's a solid pickup. Uh, another guy, same type deal. I, I don't think you could start him the next couple of weeks, but you stash him on your bench. His name's Dearness Johnson, plays for the Cleveland Browns running back. Uh, Nick Chubb, he's out six weeks now. Uh, Dearness Johnson came in last week. He had 13 carries, got a solid 95 yards, which is great. Kareem Hunt, I read this week, is still nursing that groin injury. So, you know, there's your one-two punch again, maybe, with this Dearness Johnson. Now, the next two games are against the Colts and Pittsburgh, two stout defenses. You don't want to play him against them, too. But after that, he's got Cincinnati and, again, the Raiders. So, I think you plug him in against them two teams, and uh, you go from there. So, there's my two waiver wire pickups. Stash on your bench. Keep them solid. You have to play him, play him. Yeah. Then we'll go from there. And I'll tell you, I like Kelly. And look, you know, the Saints defense has kind of struggled this year. Now they kind of, you know, played better last week against the Lions. But, you know, he might not even be a bad start this week. I saw him play last week. I like him. I think he's a good he's a good running back. And look, they're going to want to run the – look, I know they got all the receivers in the world, you know, with out in San Diego – I mean, excuse me, uh, L.A. But yeah, yeah. still – you're going to want to help that rookie QB by running the ball a little bit. You know what I mean? Let sure. him feel comfortable. I know he's slinging it, but still, you, you you want to try to help that, you know, offense. And also keep that defense off the field. You know, I think that kind of hurt them last week against the Bucs. They were on the field so much. So, um, yeah, I, 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 like, I definitely like Kelly from the Chargers. Um, and the Browns, you can see it too. They don't want one running back. They want to run with yeah. two, keep them fresh, keep Correct. them going in and out. Well, credit to the Cleveland Browns offensive line. They're playing well. You bring Jack Conklin over from the Titans. He looks good. Um, yeah, they're playing better, but I want to see more. I want to see more. The Browns haven't exactly played the best competition, beating Washington, beating Cincinnati, and beating Dallas. I think me, Coach, and Stiz could be offensive weapons and, <laughs> and score some points on those defense. You know, they can put me in a wide out, and I'll, I'll give you a nice little – five yard out and uh 
right to the out man in and out burger right after I run the out too. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, now, do you have any starts this week? I do have uh, I do have a nice nice start that I really like this week is Mr. Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater, Carolina Panthers. Lane is allowing the fourth most yards per pass attempt this year at 8.4, which is converted to 33 fantasy points a week for quarterbacks. That's a ton, man. We've seen Atlanta. They can't – like you said, they couldn't stop me, you, and Coach from getting through there. Even our five-yard outs, hey, man, 20 of them were in the end zone. You know what I mean? No Rodgers, no Stafford this week. They're on bye. You may need, you know, you may need a bye week replacement. Josh Allen is in question as well. So there's three quarterbacks. That's, that's the hard thing about fantasy football, fellas. You know, not only do we have all these big-name injuries, but now all this COVID going around, you don't know who's going to play and who's not going to play. So, you know, you're, you're, you're playing guys that you wouldn't normally play, and you're really playing matchups, which I think this one is a hot matchup with Teddy Bridgewater. And plus, don't forget, he's got some rushing upside too. So he'll get you 30, 35 yards rushing a game. Right. So here's my here's my start of the week. Cool. All right. Yeah, I mean, um, I like him. I like him. I do. I, I agree with you. Now, what, do you have any sits this week, Stiz, that you're gonna you're gonna sit? I saw one on ESPN. Matthew Barry really going out on a limb. Don't start Carson Wentz. I'm like, Stiz at least gives you ones that are. I mean, oh. that's like saying don't, oh. take, don't take Nevada Nick and the Hunter. Oh, are you taking them? Yeah, that was a layup and, and just uh, yeah, it go, is. Back, go back on tape, anybody that's watching here, and just delete the last two sentences that Nevada <laughs> Nick just said. All right? Don't worry about Matthew Barry. Don't worry about Nevada Nick. I know. Maybe this isn't obvious, but yeah. Sit of the week, Carson Wentz this week for me. Okay. He leads the league in interceptions at seven. Yeah. He's turning the ball all over the place. And don't forget, he's going against top three defense. Uh, you know, who's average? He averages less than 20 fantasy points per game this year, which, which is bad for a quarterback. Quarterbacks, you know, should be around the 24 mark for an average quarterback, for a mediocre quarterback. And, you know, and he's got receivers that are coming out of 7-Eleven with their big gulps <laughs> and their hot dogs. Tell them, put it down, get on the field, let's go, I'm throwing to you deep. All right? So, yeah, Carson Wentz <laughs> is, is my sit of the week. He's taking the layup, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the layup, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, it just it's obvious, but who knows, man. You know, these last four or five weeks, listen, man, we put out – Guys that are starts and sits and right. you play the matchups, but you just don't know. I mean, because the guys that you're supposed to sit have good games. The guys you're supposed to start shit the bed. Right. So I mean, I don't know. This is the year where it's just you know everything's opposite. Yeah, hard, hard, very hard to handicap. Yeah, it is, and there's so many injuries too, Stiz. Like you know, I know with me, man. You know, last week they had said Saints for the Saints. Michael Thomas was looking like he was going to play. And then Saturday, I bet him, of course. Luckily, they hold, but then he doesn't play. And now he's still questionable for Monday night. I thought he was definitely going to be back by by this week. Um, and it's so hard for fantasy, for gambling, everything, just because, you know, you don't know what games are going to play. <laughs> you don't, I got you don't, the jumbo. I got the jumbo dog, bro. I got the jumbo yeah. dog. Stiz likes those footlongs. <laughs> hey, hey, <listen>. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one hot dog won't fill my cavity. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and Tommy, yeah, I, I, I think the Chargers can beat the Saints. Yeah, I mean, look, Herbert's playing good. Um, you know, I, I don't get the line. I think that's very high. Me and Stiz talked about that this week. Yeah. Especially with Michael Thomas being questionable. I mean, look, you know, it, it is a big game for the Saints. They're 2-2, two and two, and I think they obviously see the Bucks lose this week, want to take advantage of that and, um, you know, tie them because they had the tiebreaker, obviously, because they beat them head-to-head. So, um, yeah, but anybody can beat anybody on any given Sunday, man. Yeah. And it really is true. And people hate I know it's a cliche, but who thought the Eagles were going to win last week besides Nevada Nick? And uh, is it Steve is his name? Yeah, Steve Stubb and is his Steve name. Stubb. Me and Stubb. You know, we were the only two schmoes that had the balls to go on the line. <laughs> and say, Give me those birds, baby. Hey, listen, a dog's uh, sun shines on a dog's ass once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, broken clock's wrong twice a day. Yeah. So yeah. even the lot of Nick's going to be, although the lot of Nick's, he, he's usually right. So Coach hey, will tell you, you know, Coach can't know. pick his nose. We know. What about Diggs on Tuesday night? You know, Brian, I think that game might be in jeopardy right now. Yeah. What would you – because I heard there was another uh, – the Bills are playing the Titans, right? Yes, yes. I heard so, there was another positive this morning, so that game might not happen. Well, that's a, you know, that's a game where, you know, you got to stick Diggs in your, in your flex spot as a just-in-case. And hopefully you have, you know, a player at 4 o'clock for tonight's game or tomorrow night's game that you can fill in for digs if they do, in fact, say that that game is going to be canceled. Right. So put them in your flex. You know, look at your lineup. Make sure, you you know, you have somebody to put in, first of all. If you don't have anybody to put in, I don't know, man. I don't think I would take the chance of keeping digs in there because I really don't think that game goes forward with all these COVID cases coming up. I really don't. No, I, I don't either. I don't think they're going to take the risk. But then there, once again, what do you do now? Titans haven't played the last two weeks. How are you going to fit that in the schedule? Right. I mean, I think we may see a um, a forfeit. I really do. There's rumors the Titans practice the next day after this guy tested COVID positive. Um, I think the NFL may make an example of him and say, I, I don't know which surprised. game to pick. But I think they're going to say, look, you're going to forfeit. And maybe it might be the Bills, and now the Bills go 5-0 and because uh, – and what would have been a tough game? The Titans are a good, gritty team. You know, Derrick Henry, uh, you know, the defense is good. Uh, Tannehill's playing well. I, it's a shame. I was looking forward to watching that Tuesday. Hopefully it still holds. Um, but, man, I, I don't know how right now you know. You know what I mean? It's – it's not looking good, obviously. Hey, Brian, yeah. we don't promote we don't promote uh, negativity on this show. So uh, you know you're you're just putting you out on warning. We don't want to have to ban you, but you know you don't put out all that negative stuff. Okay. You know. uh, no, we don't want to see that though. Absolutely. That would, be, that would be the icing on the cake for a shit year. You know what I mean? It really, it, you know, that would be. You know what though, too. Mike, though, you're giving them a tie. You know, some of these teams, they, well, Bills and Titans is different. But, yeah, you could do that. But then teams will bitch like, well, one of them could have lost. You know, and right. you're giving them a tie. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know Eagles fans, we were all pissed that they tied the Bengals. But now that's the reason we're in first place. Right. Because they got a tie right. instead of a loss. So, right. as crazy as it is, it can be the difference. And it's happened before. 
There was one other year we played the Bengals. I believe it was on Thanksgiving. I could be wrong. But they tied the Bengals, and then we went to the playoffs that year. That was with McNabb, because remember McNabb said, oh, I thought we were playing another overtime. Exactly. And they ended up going on <laughs> and winning, winning the division by a half a uh, – Number five eight. loves you. Number five loves you. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. Yeah, I think they're going to do anything they can not to shut this season down. Right, I, multi-billion right. dollar, you know, multi-billion million, billion dollar industry, they're, they're going to do whatever they can, whether they have to extend the season by two weeks or whatever. So, all right. So, Nick, you got your picks? You want to get into your picks? Yep. That works for me, Coach. All right. All right. You ready? Ready. All right. Okay. So, game number one, I'm going to go to – and some people are going to think I'm nuts, obviously. But I I really believe that, you know, they haven't won a game yet. They're good good offensively. The Panthers have won two games in a row. I think the Falcons are going to come home today. I got the Falcons minus two and a half in the first game. Um, I just think, you know, look, you got Matty Ice there still. They've lost a lot of close games. They ha- they do have some injuries, but I think they're going to find a way offensively today to get it together, score some points, get up on the Panthers, and uh, and get a win. Um, you know, look, they, they look good against the Packers. They stopped them on a fourth and goal, and – Look, things just got out of hand. I mean, look, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's beating up on everybody right now. Um, so I'm going to start off with the Falcons minus two and a half um, against the Panthers. And then my second game, I'm going to go out to Indian Cleveland. Indianapolis's defense is really, really good. This line opened up as the Colts being a two and a half point favorite. Huge swing. A lot of Browns money. The Browns haven't beaten anybody yet. I don't like that Darius Leonard is out for the Colts today. But, uh, you know, as Stiz said earlier, Chubb is out for the Browns and Lamar Hunt still nursing an injury. Um, I I like the Colts plus one. I really do. I think Cleveland is feeling themselves a lot right now. They're three and one. You know, they're beating the Cowboys. OBJ thinks he's great again. Um, I think they're going to go and really struggle today. I think the Colts are going to win a low-scoring, tight game. Um, I like the Colts plus one. You know, you know, like I said, I just think the Browns, you, you know, I want to see more. I, I think they're a, a much-improved team. I don't deny it, but I, I want to see more. I think the Colts are going to shut down that rushing game. And if you shut down their rush, Baker Mayfield's a different quarterback. You know, he's really, you know, relied on that rushing game. Um, and then I'm going to go to tonight's game. Um, I am going to go with the Vikings. It's it's seven in a lot of books. Buy the hook. Take it to seven and a half. I know people are going to say you shouldn't bet against Russell Wilson. But let me tell you this. Nine of, of, nine of the 11 wins for the Seahawks last year were by seven points or less. The Vikings can run the ball. They, you know, they have a good offense. Seattle's defense is not good. Uh, Jamal Adams out again this week. I mean, this year they, you know, they beat New England by five, Dallas by seven, Miami by eight. But that game should have been closer. They did obviously beat Atlanta by thirteen, but still, I think it's going to be a close game. I like the Vikings plus seven and a half, and don't be surprised if the Vikings win this game outright. I just think this isn't a good spot for Seattle tonight. So take the Vikings plus seven and a half. And then I'm going to go to a teaser for everybody. So this is a two-team teaser. 
Uh, the Cowboys line has gone down to seven and a half. It was at like nine, nine and a half. I'm going to take the Cowboys down to one and a half. So Cowboys minus one and a half. Minus one and, a half. and I'm going to put them with the Arizona Cardinals, who are playing the lowly Jets with Joe Flacco starting. Um, so I'll take Cowboys minus one and a half, Cardinals minus one. And then I'm also going to go, people are going to call me crazy, by the hook, take the Cowboys straight minus seven, too. I like the Cowboys today. And, look, they burned me the last two weeks, and they might burn me again. Uh, but I think what's going to happen today, I think that Cowboys offense is really going to come out on fire. They're going to get up 10 points, two touchdowns on the Giants and take that offense out of what it wants to do. And, you know, you're going to be forced Daniel Jones into throwing the ball. Uh, so I like the Cowboys minus by the hook, minus seven as well. So uh, that's Cowboys minus one and a half, Cardinals minus one teaser, and then take the Cowboys minus seven straight two. And then like Coach is putting up, I also obviously had the Falcons minus two and a half, Colts plus one, Vikings plus seven and a half. All right, good stuff, man. Good stuff from Nevada Nick, man. I like it. All and right. then tonight, too. They're making me nervous. They're making me really nervous. But uh, I'm going to go with the Lakers tonight. I, I really yeah. got to think you're going to see an effort for them. The line's getting a little bit more reasonable. Reasonable. It's been seven and a half. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see. But I think the Lakers, they know. They don't want to go to game seven. You don't want no. that. And then all the pressure's on them. You know. Uh, yeah. So um, take the Lakers. They're minus five. By the hook. Take it to four and a half, just in case. This, a lot of these games have been close. So I'm going to go Lakers minus four and a half tonight. I like that a lot. I like yeah. that a lot. I agree with you. It's no game seven. They, they want to put them away now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who Chris is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but we're yeah. up against it, man. Good stuff. Great show today, guys. Good stuff. You got it. Yeah. All your uh, stuff from uh, your girl's fantasy consultant there, Stiz. Thanks for joining us, buddy. And, of course, Anytime. Nevada Knicks, these locks are in. So, all right. Real uh, quick, coach, go ahead. Coach, before we get off the of air, I'm just going to give you that prop bet. Uh, oh, right, right. I'm sorry. My bad. Go ahead. No problem. We had a few minutes. No problem at all. We get into it, and then, you know, we have such a good time, we forget, you know, a couple of things. But I gave you Ryan Fitzpatrick last week, the over on passing uh, passing yards. That was a winner. Brought me to two and one on the season. I forgot the first week. I didn't have any uh, prop bets, but I did take Kyler Murray over 23 and a half touchdown passes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes over 35 and a half touchdown passes. Two and one since then. This week I'm going uh, Cooper Cup. I'm laying 150 on Cooper Cup over four and a half receptions today against the Washington Redskins. Going against tough defense on the road, but he's your main weapon there, and uh, that's that's uh, my take for that. Cooper Cup over four and a half receptions. All right, good stuff, good stuff. All right, everyone, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll recap a little bit, and uh, the captain will be with us, uh, supposedly, and uh, we'll get into some uh, college football tomorrow 
and uh, recap these games. So, <laughs> so all right, everybody, enjoy some football. Watch the Giants win, the Eagles lose. It'll be a great day, great Monday. So, everyone, have fun, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for hanging.